All right, back with our John study. Chapter 17, we're getting close. I know. We're almost done. It seems... Building up. Yeah, it seems like this one, we've been in John forever just because there's been, for me, there's been a gap. Well, and we've been doing them slower (laughs) instead of doing like multiple chapters. We've really been doing one chapter at a time going through it a lot more, so... Yeah, which with, I don't know, with a, I, and again, I wanted to do a better pattern, and I wanted to do this a little bit different originally, but that then life kind of happened, so it's we've just been, you know, it, it, it kind of got broken up a little bit, but it's good. All the other ones are still great. I'm not saying that. I'm just, we probably will go back through John again at some point in the near future, I'm sure. But for now, we'll go ahead and finish this out, and we still are. I still have been having a good time doing this, and I hope everybody's enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it's kind of worked out too that it's been slower. I've noticed a lot of people with it being summer; mm-hmm. they're traveling, they're doing things, you know, and stuff. So true. God's and God I don't know, maybe this is God's plan, the way that He wanted me to do it. So who knows? Imagine that. <laughs> go ahead and take a minute to pray before we start. And then, of course, if there's anything at all that we can do for you, anything we can lift up in prayer, anything, please let us know. Um, If you want to go ahead and send me your email address, we're sending out our prayer request list every Wednesday is my goal to go ahead and send that out in an email to you guys. Um, There's a lot of great prayers on it. We want to be praying for everybody, of course, and kind of urgent one that just came to us um, early this morning. If you guys can all be keeping Yvonne in your prayers, she is in the ICU having complications from... um, a surgery, a really rocky story, honestly, all of it. Um, really not sure if she does know the Lord. So yeah. she is facing death literally right and now. And I'm so. glad that you brought that up too, because there's been, we've gotten a couple, um, we've been contacted a couple times. It's been pretty crazy. It's been a deep, days. deep vast couple of days, um, just on a, on a ministry point of uh, on a ministry level, it's yep. been really, really difficult the past couple of days. And these are these things that just when you start a ministry, you just don't prepare yourself for, you know, you know, you, you don't, <laughs> you don't think about these different things like that. But then, you know, I, like I was talking to the kids this morning, you know, you have people's souls, <laughs> you know, that, yeah. that are, this is, this is real life. You know, when people are contacting you, they're not contacting you about some little frivolous stupid matter i mean oh yeah it, this it's, is it's eternal it's life and death. eternal life and death uh things that that we deal with and my goodness um the weight of these things is is insane so please there's um a couple individuals that um you know we can't say too much about but they really really need prayer they're yeah. they're really stuck in some really horrible uh, positions and just 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 pray for deliverance for these um, just unspoken requests and like I said we'll send out they're very um, serious and they really hit I know they hit me and I know they hit Heidi to the heart Um, and it it actually hit all of um, a lot of us you know Alexis and Travis are aware of the situation as you know these these things that have come into and it hit them hard as well, too. So, it, it, you know, these things are just, you know, there's there's, there's true evil in the world that, um, you know, un- unfortunately people are just trapped in and they're not sure how to get out of. And they just need just prayer and just consistent prayer. Even if you don't know, 
them personally or don't even know who you're praying for. Just they're just unspoken requests. They're just our brothers and sisters in the Lord all around the world is yep. what you know. We, we we like to keep these these you know prayer requests and everything that we get in of of course in between our immediate church, but we also are praying for our brothers and sisters all over the world that are being persecuted and, you know, being martyred every single day. So we want to pray for those, them too. So even if you don't know them, just include them in our brothers and sisters all around the world. Um, and again, I know we can't go through every single person, you know, at the beginning of these, but if you would like to get on that prayer list, just send an email to aphomechurch sure. at gmail.com. And, you and know, we put will request in um, there, and then that way you can. We do have get a. That. I'll get it. We'll we'll have to revise the list again, and then I'm gonna go ahead and and before these Bible studies still again and do the prayer requests on that the the ones that you know that we know that we can publicly share, um, to where everybody knows to be praying for each other as well. Yep. I know you're doing the email too, but I think it would help yeah. putting it in the Bible study as well. Sure. So, yeah, um, definitely. And if you're new here, welcome. Uh, welcome. And, if, you know, if you're just doing this thing and you're wondering why I don't pray on these podcasts before that I tell you to go and pray, I make sure and I, we say a prayer before we do anything. anything. I'm in constant prayer. I'm in prayer while I'm doing these podcasts. I'm never out of a, a state of prayer. I really am not. I've, I've, I've trained myself. I haven't trained me. God has given me the ability and the knowledge um, to be able to, to, to be in a, just this constant state of prayer, and it's not an issue for me. Um, sometimes it is indifferent. I certainly struggle just like everybody else does with prayers. So don't think I'm perfect in that way. But uh, I, I think communication to God for me it just is not, not difficult in every single second of the day. Partly because that's what I'm, I do all the time, so I have to remain in this. So anyway, but that's not about me. Um, I, you know, I, I just wanted to, everybody to know that I definitely am. But the reason why I don't is because I want to take all the focus off of me and get this off. I want you to go spend your, I'm just the tool that's reading and, and applying, but the Lord is going to, to give you understanding and he's going to give you discernment and you need to spend that personal time with him in prayer and talking to him and asking him for this and asking for understanding and discernment and, and just asking him to feed you in his word. And that's something that's very personal. I, I, not that there's anything wrong with public prayer, but on these podcasts, I want it to be more about your own personal, um, relationship and you speaking to God. And I think sometimes when you pray with somebody over the internet, it's kind of weird and you, you know, you just think it doesn't, it's not as personal, it's not as personal. So I definitely want you to get, um, into your own, your own form of worship there before, before we start with your own, your own personal prayer. But it's, it's extremely important that you do. Because you won't be able to discern anything without prayer. So we want to make sure and that just just announce that if you're new. That's why I know it seems kind of weird to some people. They're like, 
Why are they? Yeah, some people have messaged us and yeah, they're, they're like, like, you know, you should probably pray. You should probably you pray before you start. Like, no, we like, do. We just don't do it. Publicly. I do, but I have a reason why I don't and why publicly. I publicly publicly and why. I, but that's why I take the time to encourage you to pause this and go pray for everything that we talked about beforehand and for discernment. So, yep. Do that. Yep. So anyway, we're in chapter 17. All right. Chapter 17 kind of says it all in verse one here, because after it starts with Jesus saying after saying all these things. So this is the this has been all the time that he has been with the disciples that night speaking to them, going through, all, you know, ex- explaining to them and telling them all these things. We just got done in chapter 16 with Jesus explaining that he's going to spend the Holy Spirit and in how that's going to work. And now Jesus is turning his attention here to what they call the high priestly prayer. And it's Jesus' um, prayer kind of over uh, the beginning of his whole ministry and even before that, I mean, for the beginning of the world, all the way through here to future Christians who will believe in him. This prayer covers all of his time here on earth and his his accomplishments and um, the, the actually the benefit of what future believers get because out of, of this too because of, of belief and because of his work and his sacrifice and because of grace. So this this chapter is impossibly deep. I mean, it's there. It's just there's so much in this. Um, I encourage you not only do this um, Bible study together here with us, but go ahead and take you know take the whole book of John, but take this chapter two, and just break down this prayer here. And I'll do it as best as I can um, with everything that's in here. You know, it's sometimes it's difficult. Um, you know, it's like a circuit board. There's just so many things that go off. Uh, in in this book, and well, I guess in every book, but for some reason, John just really gets my my brain going, and because there's just so many little um, things in it, and they're they're not small, they're they're huge, you know, they're those things that jaw dropping, you know, some things that you don't realize or think about. Chapter 17 is one of those chapters, so I'll we'll we'll pull out as much as we can here uh, in verse one. After saying all these things, Jesus looked up to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son so he can give glory back to you. I'll time out right there. Okay, this is a claim to Jesus' deity when he's asking God to glorify him. Okay, God doesn't give his glory to anybody. So you see the deity of Christ and the importance of, of what Christ is saying. Here. Absolutely. He shares in his glory. He does not give his glory yeah. to anybody. So Jesus, Jesus claiming and asking the Father to give him glory so I can give it back, back to you. This is, this is a different kind of glory than we, we can experience here. So that's, see, that's, that's one verse. <laughs> and, yeah. and that wasn't even everything that I could break down just in that. <laughs> All right, but verse 2. For you have given him authority over everyone. He gives eternal life to each one that you have given him. And this is a way to have eternal life. To know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, the one you sent to earth. I brought glory to you here on earth by completing the work you gave me to do. 
Now, Father, bring me into the glory we shared before the world began. Hmm. It shows you that, that, I mean, that, that claim is huge. Before the world began, he was well, in his I father's. Did, yeah. That is insane. That's huge. All right. Uh, verse 6. I have revealed you to the ones you gave me from this world. They were always yours. You gave them to me, and they have kept your word. And now they know that everything I have is a gift from you. I have passed the message on to them, the message you gave me. They accepted it and know that I came from you and they believe you sent me. That is us. That is obviously directly to the ones that Jesus is talking to specifically in his audience with the disciples. But also it's anybody that comes to the saving faith and knowledge of Jesus Christ. Because you can't truly know God the Father if you don't know Jesus. Correct. Is we just we just went back there. I mean, he was in the glory of the Father since the world began. And you know the only way to have eternal life is to know that there's one true God and Jesus Christ, the one that he, that he sent to earth. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like when people make the comments, you know, that the Jews worship the same god that christians do it's like well but do yeah they? no they don't because, because the if god they, they worship never sent if the they knew god they would know jesus yeah that's i mean that that's plain and simple so no they do not worship the same god um which makes that but it's a very very it's a very very um interesting topic yeah uh, it's not it's not one that you can just say yep yeah. Case closed. Yes. <laughs> there, there's a couple of reasons for that because um, some of them will know Jesus Christ, but the Father is the only one that knows who those ones are. So. Yeah, but it's just interesting the thought, especially as this New Age stuff becomes so prevalent, even within Christianity and stuff. But this, well, it's all God. It's all mm-hmm. no. The only no. truth. Like yeah. trueness to yeah, knowing God is through of, knowing Christ. Of every single God is is the same. Yeah, yeah. You can't. All right. Um, verse 9? Yes. My prayer is not for the world, but for those you have given me because they belong to you. That is a huge verse. Let me read it again. My prayer is not for the world but for those you have given me because they belong to you. Hmm. Why would Jesus not pray for the world? Maybe because it's passing away, but he prays to those that he has, the father has given to him. Yeah. But he's not praying for the world. Remember that. (laughs) Remember that your savior didn't pray for the world because the world is passing away and we have to come to terms with that people can be saved that that doesn't when i say the world that doesn't necessarily mean earth and like the the you know his creation necessarily It, it does to this earth is this current earth is passing away but we are looking to a new heavens and a new earth yep that's where righteousness dwells. So that's what that's what we're looking forward to, not this one. 
So while we're not going to walk around and say this is a horrible, you know, no, it's yeah, his, just it's his it for no beautiful reason. creation that he created. However, he's going to destroy it. So don't get too attached to it. Verse 10. All who are mine belong to you and you have given them to me. So they bring me glory. That's another huge statement. We were just talking about God. Now we're bringing in Christ's glory. So that that's a that's a huge statement, especially to the when we were just speaking about the Jews. Yep. Verse eleven. Now I am departing from the world. They are staying in this world, but I am coming to you. Holy Father, you have given me your name. Now protect them by the power of your name so that they will be united just as we are. During my time here, I protected them by the power of the name you gave me. I guarded them so not one was lost, except the one headed for destruction, as the scriptures foretold. That would be Judas. Which is, you know, Judas is another, you know, um, just kind of example of man. Yeah being an opponent to God. Verse 13, now I'm coming to you. I told them many things while I was with them in this world so they would be filled with my joy. I have given them your word and the world hates them because they do not belong to the world just as I do not belong to the world. I want to read that one again. Verse 14, and I hope everybody has their highlighters, and I know most people do, but this is one that I know I have circled like a bunch of times. <laughs> you too. I have given them your word, and the world hates them because they do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. Remember, he didn't pray for the world. Mm. We don't belong to the world. He's not from this world. That's that's your a reality of your everyday life and the things that you're involved in and your concerns and where you're putting your cares and, and where your worries are and the things and the stuff. All those not necessarily inherently evil, all of them, but it's where you're putting it and what you're doing. We can see not all of that is inherently evil because he's giving us joy and blessing. This is indicating that there's going to be a period of time he, that we're going to be here. Sure. We're going to be here for a while. He's gone. He's going to the Father. Yeah. But he wants us to. This is where your your partial prosperity comes in. So this is where you guys, everybody wants the good news. This is this is the good news is Jesus is praying for you, interceding for you to be able to make it. And to be able to have joy and peace in this world. Because we have Christ, but Christ is where our joy and peace comes from. It's not from anything else. And that's what we have to learn. That's where we get these verses twisted. That's where we think that. Well, I thought he said, I'm joy and peace. I'm not having joy and peace. Well, wait a minute. Change your perspective a little bit on that. He just wants me to be Maybe happy you are. Everything. Maybe you do. I wouldn't consider myself out like our life outwardly joyful and peaceful. Like it would like sometimes it's, you know, pretty crazy. But then 
I get reminded every single day of little things about how awesome my kids are and how their heads are on straight at the end of the day and how Lily will come and, you know, be doing a Bible study by herself in a room. And I have no idea what she's doing. And she's sitting there reading the Bible and being, you know, praying. And I'm like, I, I can't even tell you the, the worth of that. There's nothing in the world that I would trade for that. Oh, yeah. I will there's no possession. There's no yep. car. There's no house. There's no, there's no pretty enough thing in this world that I could obtain that would, that, that would take the place of that. Absolutely not. Or Trav's heart when he mm -hmm. does. You know, the, these little things like this, this is the joy and peace and the happiness that you get because there's tons of that in there. It's just about how you perceive it and how you act around it. You're the one that's dragging yourself down. So anyway, that that's that's what we have. But the world hates us for the type of peace that we have. Because it's different and it looks completely opposite from the way that the world works. So instead of spending, you know, time out at movie theaters and, and and just wasting complete time away, spending time together, interacting fully as a family. Mm -hmm. You know, you're you're going away from something that's that's worldly and in the world and doing something that's more godly and spending time with family and, and working on that. And and look at the joy and the true joy that comes from that versus a um, you know a two hour little movie that that happened. But it's it's making little choices like that. You're not of the world. Does that mean that you can't go see movies? And they're absolutely not. But we have to remember that we are not of this world. And our heart? joy and our peace and our happiness does not come from this world. Our our entertainment. Shouldn't come. There's nothing wrong with some entertainment, but it's, it, we shouldn't go to the world for our entertainment. Because that's where we get in a lot of trouble. All right. Verse. I don't remember. 15. 15. And see here, this is, this goes more to the point where Jesus isn't saying, you know, hey, everything's gloom and doom and horrible and, and I can't wait until they're out. No, verse 15. I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but keep them safe from the evil one. Yeah, we're going to have to endure for a little while, guys. Because <laughs> he didn't ask to, for us to be out. He gave us the strength to endure. So this is going to be a, clearly a period of time. We don't know when. But we have the strength to endure it. And he never asked to take us out. The world's evil and everything, but he desires us to live a life of joy and peace and prosperity here. Just focused. And not worldly. And not, peace and and not worldly and at all. All right, verse 16. They do not belong to this world any more than I do. Do you understand that statement? They do not belong to this world any more than I do. So if we are truly in Christ, we're not involved in this world. We're not here because nope. we don't belong here. Nope. Just Remember, Christ through. is going out of this world to the Father. 
That's where he belongs. So that's where we belong. So we, in this present time that we find ourselves in here, we are to be completely apart from this world system. And it can't be any more clear than that statement right there. They don't belong to the world any more than he does. We don't any more than he is. That's why that old song, This World Is Not My Home. Like, I love that song so much. And it's literally this scripture right yeah. here. But then and then you have but then you have to be, you know, smart with it. Because you see in the next verse, he's not asking to take us out of the world. Or yeah, yeah, in fifteen up a couple of verses, I'm sorry. I just read in the prior verse. Yeah, in the prior verse. So he just said that okay, they're not going anywhere, but they don't belong of it. So how do you reconcile that? Yeah. It's a life that looks completely different. It is completely unpopular. Because I'm here, obviously. But I'm, I'm here. not here. Yeah, but I'm not here. Doesn't mean I can't do anything. You can do lots of things. But it's about where your heart is, where your life is, and if you're truly following Christ. All right, verse 17. Make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth. Just as you sent me into the world, I am sending you them into the world. Teach them your word, which is truth. Mm-hmm. In verse 17. Okay, not our understanding doesn't come from man. Our understanding comes from God. Okay, verse 18. Just as you sent me into the world, I am sending them into the world. And I give myself as a holy sacrifice for them so they can be made holy by your truth. I'm praying not only for these disciples, but also all who will ever believe in me through their message. That is us. That is us right there. There you are in scripture. People be happy there. You can congratulate yourself that you're right there. That's what people like to be really like. Oh, what can I get out of scripture? Where am I? Show me. You're right there. (laughs) <laughs> and Check. all who will ever believe in Christ. Yep. Check. That's about all you can take. <laughs> yeah. I pray that they will all be one, just as you and I are one. As you are in me, Father, I am in you. And may they be in us so that the world would believe you sent me. Okay, we are to have no divisions. Nope. Whatsoever. That doesn't mean we all have to perfectly degree, agree. Yeah, you can agree to disagree on certain things. Certain. But at the end of the day, we're not fighting. We're not jabbing. We we recognize that we have different ways that we do things. But at the end of the day, we come together in Christ, and we can all we can all, you know, celebrate in that. And man, it, it makes it a real sad state because you're like imagining a, a typical evangelical Christian in the United States trying to get around, you know, trying to get along with a Christian in any other country. Or a different denomination. Or, yeah, or, a di- or, or something. I mean, we have a million of We want to divide right away. Yep. You know, yes, there's certain heresies and there's certain serious issues. But I'm talking about, come on, have you seen the people in, here we go again, Brandon Mintz in China for like the hundredth time this week. But, I mean, have you seen the church in China? Yeah. Indonesia, like these crazy, yeah, these crazy places that, yeah. I mean, these Middle people East. are absolutely unreal man 
they don't they're being legit persecuted by their governments mm-hmm. like they because they refuse to not worship and they refuse to denounce their beliefs and they refuse to do a lot of this stuff but like actual persecution not like us crying about stuff and being like oh we're being persecuted yeah yeah like actually murdered although i will say if you know we are starting now granted nothing like we do nothing like in other countries but man lately just with i've seen uh wretched and apologia have done a couple things lately but um they're starting to arrest preachers now if you Hate say speech. anything about yeah. homosexuality in public, and this is in our, I mean, this is everywhere. This is like just a general thing. Yeah. That right there, that's real, like, that's a, that's almost apostolic persecution. Yeah. Because, whoa, 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 you're saying stuff about the emperor. Hello, no, no, no. You're getting arrested. Like, that, this is the same thing that happened back in the, in the days of the apostles. This is, that's, that's real persecution. Now, that's not the pers- the same level of persecution is that, that they're seeing in other countries, but that's definitely a level of it in sure. our country here. So while um, I, I think our modern evangelicalism is a joke, um, I also think that you know there there's there's that element of it too. What verse am I in? <laughs> I don't know if you guys could hear him, but he's whispering because he doesn't know where he is. I don't remember, <laughs> but I couldn't. Um, I think you were in 20. See, I get off on every single verse I know, verse here and, and I, I usually just, I try to um, You would think that I would it. highlight it. I know, and that's what I thought you but were I doing. But I don't. Do verse 20. Yeah, maybe I will now. Now uh, that we're done, yeah. <laughs> Great <laughs> idea, Braden. Let's do that. Not 20, 22. Go. 22. <laughs> I have given them a... The glory you gave me, so they may be one as we are one. I am in them, and you are in me. May they experience such perfect unity that the world will know that you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me. That's another huge statement. <laughs> I mean, what God did for us, like, is yep. not as important as we are. It's an amazing, amazing, amazing thing that God has done for us. Um especially to love us as much as he loved his only begotten son that was there since before the creation of the world and has always existed with the father. That's that's just mind-blowing. Well, you think about it. I mean, our firstborn is a son. Would I have him sacrificed in a brutal, awful way when he did absolutely nothing wrong for a bunch of other people? And this is like, this is where R.C. Sproul, he goes, we are a creature from the dirt. Yeah. You don't understand how tiny you are. You don't understand. We, we get this, this puffed up pride, but you know, why do you think we have, you know, other planets in space? This is just to show you the vastness of God. Things that we'll never be able to access. The almighty Things creator that we will never, of everything. Ever, it's I insane. Mean, we, know, we know that there's galaxies and stars that are literally impossible for in human history to ever even travel or get to these places. I mean, there's just something so big and so far beyond this. And then, yet, we think that we're some kind of... We are so selfish. You know, huge, you know, like, mm-hmm. just just undestructible, you know, just whatever. And we're not. But at the same time, the creator of 
all of that yeah loves us as yeah. much as he does his like it's mind-blowing wow and why why would that give you any sort of pride that would that should just be something that leaves you in a constant sense of awe and if you don't understand that there's seriously something wrong with your christian life because it should leave you in a form of awe that just does not allow you to have any room for pride at all i mean at this point you're like i I'm yours. You tell me what I'm doing here. Yeah. Completely humbling. Yeah. All right. Verse 24. You were waiting for me. I was. Verse 24. Father, I want these whom you had given me to be with me where I am. Then they can see all the glory you gave me because you love me even before the world began. We are going Going to be be with with him him one day. Like. And for that him saying, he can't wait to show us this. Like, I mean, he, does that not give you goosebumps? He came and and purchased you to be able to take with him. I mean, Jesus is requesting to go back into the the Father's glory and His presence, and He's telling us that we get to come with Him. Like He's given us that. Like th- that's another thing that just is mind blowing. This is the this is the Creator of everything. This is this is the only thing that ever matters anything. Yep. And you're going to be in the presence of this because of Christ's work and his accomplishments on this earth and his, and, and ultimately because of God's grace. Yep. And that's just, wow. My goodness. All right. Uh, verse 25. Oh, righteous father, the world doesn't know you, but I do. And these disciples know you sent me. I have revealed you to them and I will continue to do so. Then your love for me for me will be in them and I will be in them. Okay. Again, this understanding and everything comes from God. It was revealed. He reveals himself to us. That comes from him. There's nothing that we can do. That comes from him, and that is a also a gift that we have to identify and respect and, and take in humility. So that wraps up chapter 17. I think that was like a literal verse-by-verse verse chapter on that one, so that was kind of <laughs> fun to do. I told you that there's and, – and But I every didn't verse even, is like, oh, man. And I didn't even scratch the surface with what I would like to do with that chapter. So I hope everybody enjoyed this one, and we will see you tomorrow for 18. Thanks, guys. Yeah.